known we were going for the hey now. It's been a while. It has been a while, hey and now. it just came over me. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Episode 379, Woo! and we are approaching the end of another year. Yes. I'm so excited I, to be wrapping this year up. Are you? Yeah. I was like looking, we were just looking at the dates for like when New Year's falls and when's, when Christmas falls. Yeah. And, uh, and Ren was like, yeah, it would be like 2019 to put New Year's on a Wednesday. And like, Ew, is it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like on like the worst day. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, 2019. But it's okay because 2020, mm-hmm, every That's- single fun day falls on a weekend. <laughs> Did you really look it up? Oh, no. I saw this tweet that was like, oh, it's so funny. It's talking about... Let me see if I can pull it up real quick because it's so great. Um, Dates of holidays in 2020 tweet. It's so funny. (laughs) Tweet. No, because this was like, like... It was just so funny to see somebody who's like... They're like, look at all of the awesome stuff that's going to be going on. It's like every single fun holiday falls on like friday night saturday night you know i saw that because i was thinking about how halloween this past year fell on a thursday and i thought oh i guess next year it'll be on a friday so maybe that was one of the dates yes it's so yeah we deserve a better year don't we yes 20 especially you 2019 that was you know difficult year but not really the worst i think it's almost like a really good year in a way well you had like high highs and low lows that this is correct high highs low lows um yeah one of you guys out there in in twitterverse can you like tag me in that and like (laughs) put that up so the twitty twitty Susie can see (laughs) don't know why yeah that'll give me something to look forward to yes okay that sounds find that for us people and this your call to action but yeah definitely in the spirit uh this time of year i'm one of those people that really loves the christmas season yes um, some people hate it, but... Oh, I love it. And now I feel like it's just starting to feel... Like, if we could just get over the fact that it's still, like, a 1,000 degrees in California. <laughs> and But, there, however, there is a flash flood warning in my neighborhood for later this week, so... Oh, no. Yeah, maybe that means there'll be some uh, some snowfall or something like that. We can get this, like, you know, Christmas thing. I have to say that I do find it funny how you guys out here... Like, it's almost like you're in denial. I can't tell you how many signs I've seen that say, like, let it snow. And I'm just thinking, it ain't going to happen. Ain't happening. Have you? Well, actually, that not, not true because I want to say three years ago, um, I'm driving down PCH in Huntington Beach. And there is, like, three feet of snow. No joke. Like, I was like, what the hell is this? And I... And it was, it was sunny when I was driving, and it wasn't snowing at the time, but there was a significant amount of snow on the ground where I was, no joke, thinking that some rich asshole bought, like, paid to have like, the streets of Huntington Beach like, like somebody blew snow so like, his kids could have like, a white Christmas or something like that. Like I was really thinking that that was what it was. And then I look at the news and they're like freak snowstorm hits Huntington Beach. Like the the actual beach covered in snow. It I'm was the weirdest about thing. This story. <laughs> I swear. Well, I believe you but like not 3 feet. Yeah, uh, well, what I think what, what, what it was is like <laughs> the the snow was like on the roads and then they had to like move it off the roads. So they like, 
they they it like built up <laughs> on the sides of the road, so it looked like it was like three. Feet. I love how you don't know the verbiage of like a snowplow. Oh, a snowplow! <laughs> I am not. You're so you, they right. built it up on the sides. Oh, that's so funny. I have no idea. That's like the one time I went to go uh, rent a car, and. Oh my God, I'm going to send you a picture of this so that we can like post this because this is like the craziest thing you'll ever see. And I swear to G-O-D, this is what it looked like. (laughs) And Stop it. It's crazy. It was was insane. It's like a rare, it was a rare hailstorm and it was in 2015. And okay, so what I don't know why. Oh, okay. Okay. That's at least three inches. (laughs) But but still significant for a beast. Significant, right? Like they were making people yeah. were making like snowmen and shit. And uh, no, so like this one time I'm in like Stop I'm in um, oh where was I? Mm, Wisconsin, so and I rent a car and I go in the back like the back of the car and there's like this thing that like looks like a like a I don't know like a metal tool and I'm like what the hell is this? And the person who works there goes, oh, that's an ice scraper. And I'm like, an ice scraper for what? And they're like, to scrape the ice off of your window of your car. And I'm like, what? That's something I might have to do? Yeah, you're sheltered. I had no experience. Whatever. You guys can't swim in the ocean. No, for sure. But we admit it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just didn't know. I didn't know what what things I, I was... You didn't you know, know what you didn't know. Correct. There you go. I didn't know yeah. what I didn't know. And yes. But I mean, I'm just jealous because I wish I didn't have to ever use a scraper. Oh my gosh. I had no idea what that thing was. And then I was just like, ugh, I'm going to have to scrape out my car. <laughs> I hate Do you, the cold. You know the, the mythology of like the guy that goes out to shovel his driveway and then has a heart attack? Like these things happen all the time. Do you hear about those over here? No, I, we don't doesn't happen yeah, as much. Yeah, it's like a thing. Right, right. Well, what's the equivalent, though? It, the California version of that. A guy goes, what, goes for a dip in the ocean and <laughs> Never drowns? comes back. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. No, we're living, we're living pretty uh, uh, long lives over here. Uh, Damn not a lot it. to, uh, you know, not a lot bringing us down. Oh, uh, you know yeah. what? No, I know what the equivalent is, is, is when it gets really hot and people die of, like, heat. Heat like, stroke. Yeah. They always yeah. say that we're like the, you know, elderly are really like, uh, uh, you know, Vulnerable. it's like, yes, you know mm-hmm. all the words today and I know none of them. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Let's move on. That's uh, funny. but we are feeling festive and yes. Sarah's being hilarious. Oh my God. I you love are. that you, you spelled out God. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, is that your thing now? No, I don't know. I was just in the mood. Oh <laughs> God. I love it. Okay, I'm going to kick off the show with um, a story that really made me laugh, and I want to know your opinion on it. This is a real news story about a a mom, or excuse me, a stepmom in Utah Mm -hmm. who is fighting a charge Mm -hmm. that she was walking around her house topless in front of her stepkids, and so they're like... I don't know what the, maybe it's indecency. I don't know what the charge is, endangering young people. But, okay, so her position is. Just topless? Yeah, she claims that she was doing, like, um, drywall in her garage and that they didn't want to get their shirts dusty. So her and her husband, the father of the children, took their shirts off to prevent them from getting gross. Yeah, but see. And then the kids came in. 
Then you're exposing you yourself to all of those chemicals. You should be wearing more clothes. <laughs> you're just worried about her safety. Yeah. Okay. Well, she didn't think of that, and she took her shirt off. Yeah. And then the kids saw her, and then the real mom, the bio mom, oh. found out and got real mad and called the police. And then, uh, <laughs> so she got in trouble for that. And I wondered, do you think she should be in trouble because no. it was her own home? Yes. And or do you think no. it's it, inappropriate? No. And, and also, it's, it's <laughs> like the kids walked in on her. And they were like well, in the garage. I mean, the, why they're drywalling naked is like a weird thing to begin with. <laughs> I feel like this is their cover story. <laughs> Me too. Like they really just like get off on power tools. Like, I don't know, literally, <laughs> literally or figuratively, you, you, you pick. And yeah. There's and no way you'd take your shirt off no, to drywall no. just for... As somebody like, who's, who's recently re-drywalled a whole bathroom, yeah. you need all the clothes you could, like, that, and then when you're <laughs> yeah, sanding... you need extra clothes. Yeah, you need to be, like, wearing a mask. Right. It, not exposing your skin to stuff that's, like, really fine, and... You got to like, see, the construction person in me is like, well, which stage of the drywall? Was she laying the drywall or was she sanding it? Because she's sanding it and using one of those really fine grit sandpapers. That's making a really fine dust. You do not want to be inhaling that. That is dangerous. You don't want that on your skin. What if she was completely naked except for one of those masks? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And a tool belt. So you don't think it's inappropriate for a stepmom or a step parent to walk around in that way. Well, in if front it of their were, kids. if it like, I I think it's like you know, it's like anything. It's it's how it's being presented, you know, and like if if we were in Europe, like everybody's topless in Europe, all the beaches. So like, yes. if she went to your on a trip, okay, let's change the scenario. She goes on a trip <laughs> to the. French Riviera with her family and it's her stepkids and her new husband and they are just like all on the beach and she takes off her top. Is that a problem? Mhm. Yes? No, no, I'm just going along with you. Oh yeah, story. I don't think that's no, a problem. No, I don't. I don't think either thing is a problem. I don't either. I think we just need to like lighten up on the boobies. I do think it's odd behavior that I wouldn't choose to do. Right. But I don't think it's a crime. No. And the the um the way she's defending it is by like sexism. Like he's allowed to be topless, so she right. should be allowed to be topless. Well, and it's this thing about like why do we have this big Yeah, we're all hung up on boobies. And it's I know, like, I wish more people were topless. I agree. Like I wanna Who see cares? more tits. Me too. And then maybe we'd be like desensitized to them. And yeah, like, or we could be just be like, deal. those are some nice tits. Yes. Kind of like we are about, like, nice hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Totally the same thing. <laughs> it is weird well, that, like... Well, and then all... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you do want to wear a shirt, though, I would recommend wearing one from Mod Cloth. Yes. Keep your because boobies dressed adorable. in something nice. Yeah, put your put cover up those boobs, whether you're drywalling or not, uh, <laughs> using the lovely stylings of Mod Cloth. I recently got some beautiful sweaters. I got a cream one that's like eyelet style. Oh, I love and those! It is so pretty. Oh, that's great be nice for, for fall. Or- yeah, it's that's the the beauty of it is I got um, a short sleeve one that mm-hmm. I'm going to wear in the spring, and then I got the long sleeve one that I can wear now. Oh. 
And it's the same style and everything. It's really cute. Um, but I love that they have inclusive sizing. They have XXS all the way up to 4X. And they have um, plus size models. Is that even the word that we use now, plus size? Whatever. All sizes. Know. Yes. Size inclusive. Full size models? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And um, they're affordable and they're always expanding their uh, options and adding new fashion for you. Um, lots of velvet stuff for like Christmas parties. Oh, yeah really cute and uh they have a deal for you guys hurry this offer is only valid for a limited time to get 15 percent off your purchase of 100 dollars or more go to modcloth.com and enter code brain candy at checkout that is an offer that's valid for a limited time to get 15 percent off your purchase of 100 dollars or more go to modcloth that's modcloth.com and enter code brain candy at checkout Lovely, lovely. So I, I'm. I think we're in agreement here. She shouldn't be in no. trouble for this. This is clearly the mother, the bio mom. Yeah, looking to. But I might have the same impulse if I were the bio mom. Yeah. If I mean, the stepmom would... was topless in front of my son, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. I need to know how old her kids are too. They were like, I remember them being like in the 10 range. Okay, that's not, you know, if it's like a 13-year-old son. Oh my God, like, it's like the porn. Everyone loves those step, step oh, family porn. It's so weird. Why are people so I, into that? I, I don't know. I think it's, bleh, I don't know. Ask Howard Stern. <laughs> He's super into it. Step, what? Step mom? Yeah, like uh, Howard, Howard Stern like talks about that all the time. Huh. Yeah. I don't know which part of it he's into, but doesn't do it for me. Stick to my my massage porn, thanks. Do you think that cynically that there's anything that inspired this lady to do that in that department? Like, do you no. think that? No, you think it was innocent. Yeah, I think okay. they're confused on the proper attire to be wearing when when doing any kind of home construction. I think that's their biggest mistake. <laughs> I think they should have. They should have. They should have talked to the people at Home Depot about what they needed for this project. Do we need do we need drop cloths? Yes. Do we need shirts? Definitely. Like shirts. Right. I mean, what, if you hire these people to do it, what do they wear? They wear like those jumpsuits. Yes. Right? Yeah. They're not getting naked, and you're. I mean, that is what we would have a problem with. Right. Yeah, I like. I have so many questions now. I need to like see the setup. I need to, now. I feel like I, I'm questioning their drywalling skills. <laughs> that's the only thing that's right. I'm like up worried for debate right now. I'm like mm, somebody better check their their work. Okay, I'm glad we got that settled. That is um, too funny. Okay, so the next uh, thing I wanted to talk to you about is: Did you read in the New York Times about the guy who was? I don't know why this makes me laugh. Picasso's electrician. <laughs> I love that you're going with a the theme of home repair. This is really great. <laughs> On accident. I did not so hear true. about Picasso's electrician. <laughs> okay, well, he shows up with a big box of Picasso's artwork, 217 oh. items what? at what? the um, estate for Picasso. He shows up and he's like, hey, I just want to get these like... What's the word? Authenticated. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, because they weren't actually signed, which was yeah. peculiar. And um, and then it inspired a decade-long 
fight where Picasso's uh, estate is claiming they're stolen. And he's saying, oh, no, Picasso gave them to me when I was, like, doing lighting or whatever. Yeah, I believe that. You think Picasso gave it to him? Yes, I think a lot of artists do that. Absolutely. And I think it might be, like, and as, I mean, I am no Picasso. Don't, like, don't get it twisted. But as somebody who used to do a lot of art, I've got, like, piles of the stuff that, like, I thought wasn't good enough to, like, put on Etsy and, like, you know, or stuff from, like, you know, years ago that I did that I just, like, you know, can't bring myself to get rid of. But I absolutely would be, like, you know, if we did, like, some, I don't know, brain candy giveaway, I'd throw some in there and it'd be, like, no problem. I'm like, here, yeah, yeah, take it or whatever, you know? Do a trade if somebody really wanted that stuff. It would be, like, no no biggie. And it's probably the stuff that he didn't even finish or, like, didn't, like... Plus, I also heard Picasso's kind of a dick. Yes, Haven't it did we heard say about that this? in the article. It said that in the article. Yeah, I and used they to... said they mm-hmm. used that. So they found that these people were guilty. They found them guilty of theft. <gasps> um, and they well, they got a two year suspended sentence, so they didn't actually have to go to jail, but they okay. did have to give up all the artwork. Oh. And some of the reasons that they claim show that these are stolen is that what you just said. Picasso's kind of a dick. He doesn't like give stuff away. <laughs> Yeah. And um, he definitely wouldn't have given them away without signing them. And uh, also, this is what made me realize this was probably a theft situation. Mm -hmm. Their story kept changing. Oh, that's not good. First, they're like, he gave them to us. Then it was like, oh, his wife gave them to us. Kind of like, oh, wait. um." (laughs) Right. It was believable if they would have just stuck with the story. Yeah, but there was, I can't remember, oh, what's her name? I want to say it's something with a D. But Salvador Dali, um, his wife, or the woman, I guess, who was like his muse that he was with like later. I think her name is Gala or something like that. But when Salvador Dali was like on his deathbed and and she had him sign the corners of a bunch of blank piece canvases. canvases yeah so i don't put anything i mean i feel like that's a good gotta point. question everybody who's involved in this and you know yeah, yeah. she was kind of she was kind of uh uh you know there was if also a, a rumor s- that she was a demonic de- uh, uh, uh dominatrix so <laughs> she's a wild lady <laughs> wow she has a real storied yeah. history well I don't know. I've, if I had stolen them, though, I wouldn't be inclined to take them to those offices. Well, how, when, wasn't this recently that he went, or was this a long time? Yeah. So well, it was about 10 well, years ago. Oh, 10 years. Okay. So maybe, oh, when did Picasso die? 74. Okay. So maybe they thought, like, uh, t- enough time has gone by. Maybe they'll... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And was this, this wasn't the original electrician, or was it his family member? It was the real guy, and he wow, said he must be old. that he was diagnosed with cancer and wanted to have them authenticated before he died, like, to give to his kids, you know. Well, that seems pretty legit. I know it does. Oh, hmm, there's, got, oh, that sucks. Something's fishy, though. Yeah. It does suck. I really just, I, I, what if he didn't steal them? He right. Real sad. And do they really need, and we've got to, like... Let somebody else have some Picassos. They're, they're, you're fine, Picasso Estate. You're doing okay. Given that he was able to steal more than 200 of them, I, it sounds like they were, they're abundant. Yeah. 
I don't know. I have no problem with it. Give them the money. Yeah. Drywall is topless and steel right. painting. There you we don't go. Care. Who cares? Whatevs. Just live your best <laughs> life, people. Nobody's getting hurt. Really? Well. <laughs> You're in a mood. I love it. I am. I woke up early. <laughs> I had a great breakfast. Sun shining. That's so great, Sarah. Yeah, I'm in a good mood. I like I guess. when you're happy. Yeah. I think it's also that you're getting the deep dick in. Oh, that's definitely it. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely well, it. If you are getting the deep dick in, our favorite company is Omax Health. Um, Amen. And not only do they have that delicious and wonderful lube that we love, mm-hmm. they also have a um, product called CryoFreeze. Suze, it's which been are- saving me. What have you been using it on? Well, because Ren and I have been rock climbing oh. a bunch. Right. And yes. I, that is something that I have not done in a long time. And we are both so sore the next day. <laughs> and so I've been rubbing that. All, like I was telling him, like, can I just bathe in it? Like, just put it on my That's whole so body. Great. So it'd be like, rub it. And oh my God, it works. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I come on here and I like talk about it, but like, and usually I'll put it on when like I don't need it. This time I really needed it. And, and it really oh, worked. My gosh, like my forearms, like instantly. It's so great. Yeah, it is great. And I, I told you, I gave it to my mom. I've used it. It's really great to have around. And the best part is it's 100% natural. It's CBD powered. It's a remedy that works like magic within 10 minutes of application. And the relief lasts up to eight hours. It's really great. And it's better than a lot of those over-the-counter products that you're using. And they wanted to give you guys a deal. Let me find it so I tell you exactly what it is. If you're looking to relieve your muscle and joint pain within 15 minutes and need a natural yet powerful solution that is tested and works, try CryoFreeze Pain Relief Roll-On. It's quick-absorbing, scientifically-backed formula, provides pain relief instantly. And if pro athletes use it, it's got to be good. Remember, go to omaxhealth.com today and enter our code BRAINCANDY to take advantage of the incredible savings. It's O-M-A-X Health. Dot com and enter code brain candy to get 20% off cryo freeze and site wide. Don't let muscle soreness continue to be an excuse for not living an active lifestyle. Go to omaxhealth.com and feel relief faster. Yeah, this is going okay. in, in the stockings of all of the athletic people in my life. That's nice. My what brothers. A great idea. Yeah, it's like a perfect stocking stuffer. That and poopery. Oh, so funny. <laughs> now, the, yes, we keep talking about poopery. Why doesn't Poopery want to work with us? Yeah. Well, we haven't right? tried. Hey, Poopery. Yeah. If you work for Poopery, Definitely we would like us. to support your company. Yes. Okay. So I thought you'd like this. There was an article in the New York Times yesterday about something we all know, which is dogs are just delightful. The best. And I clicked on it because the tweet was talking about how if a dog is raised around sheep, it'll love sheep. If it's raised around chickens, it'll love chickens. And if it's around people, well, you know the rest. And so there are people that study dogs and we're trying to figure out sort of what it is that makes them so special. And there was a bit of a debate in the dog scholar community (laughs) where they, (laughs) you're picturing dogs as scholars, aren't you, 100%. They're all around a table. Yep. They all have those blazers with elbow pads on. Yes. Right. Yes. 100%. I love that you knew that's what I was (laughs) Some of the scholars think that dogs have exceptional cognition and, you know, are smarter than other animals. And and uh, uh, the one that they interviewed for this article is someone who believes they aren't necessarily smarter. They've just been um, taught to be very social. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So we're kind of interpreting their extreme social behavior as being smarter. And, uh-huh. and in a way, I kind of thought, 
about how people often think that extroverted oh, people are oh smarter. My God. This is right? so smart, Susie. We can unpack right? a whole bunch of stuff with this. Yeah, yes. there's something yes. about extroversion that we mistake for intelligence. It's that confidence thing in a way of like, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. what, who, who is it? Like JFK who said, it's not like, it's however percent how you, what you say, like 10, 10% how you say, say it like, and like whatever percentage how you look when you're saying it. Oh. There's something, I don't even remember the exact, <laughs> the, but like. Well, he was on to something yeah, because yeah. apparently this is very good trickery for us mm-hmm. um, as humans. And I thought this was interesting. If a puppy gets just 90 minutes of like human contact a day, but just for one week, any time before the dog is 14 weeks old, he'll be a so- uh, socialized to humans. So it just takes 90 mm. minutes a day for one week. What? So the other 13 weeks he could be in the woods and it was contrasting that to wolves which even they have to be around humans 24 hours a day every day the whole time they're puppies in order to be tame in any way but you can tame them yeah like they can be socialized to humans and like not fearful if they have total immersion but puppies are just like cool <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought that was it's interesting. Like the, it's like we've we've bred them for their social. You yeah, know, like we made them qualities. love everything. Yeah. Oh, that makes Isn't sense. That's sweet. Yep. 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 I think that's makes great. Me love dogs. Uh, well, and I I love that you are like because I remember like a year ago I would bring you all the dog stories and be like, oh god, another story about why dogs <laughs> are the best. And now you're like, so let me tell you about why dogs are the best. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And well, I feel this like this happens to me about it. a lot of things. Like I used to think I hated kids, but then it turns out I just hate their parents. <laughs> oh, that's great. So maybe you love dogs, but just don't like their owners. Oh, I don't like their owners. Let me tell you, Suze, we were on a hike uh, a couple days ago and we have Bo with us and we're like walking uh, you know, on the trail and Bo's like so happy and so good. And we pass by a woman who's like dressed all like way too fancy to be on like uh, just outdoor hike. And uh, you know, she's just got like all of the, like, she's like looking all dolled up and she's got these two little Maltese that she's walking with. And one of them, I mean, wasn't even that close to Bo. Like the woman didn't do anything to like pull the dogs away. And, you know, she wasn't giving me any sign that this, there was going to be a problem. One of the dogs straight up attacks Bo and bites her. Oh no. Like, oh, and I had to, you know, and thank God Bo didn't like freak out. Cause Bo is a, Bo is a, 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 she will throw down. Like she's like, really? Oh my gosh. Bo is like. She, her street dog comes out. There was a, a time when uh, uh, my brother, it was like when I first got Bo, my brother was watching her and I get a call from my brother or just a text or something that was like, dude, your dog is like, you're, you're always going to, yes, your dog, your dog will keep you safe. Like this is your, this is your dog that will protect you because holy crap. So like they were, they were, he was hanging out with some friends and there was like another dog there that was like a younger puppy that was a poodle and then another dog came in a pit bull that was kind of getting a little aggressive with the the poodle and Bo jumps in the middle and just like I guess the pit bull like went to go like lunge at Bo and Bo took the dog down 
Like, <gasps> Lucas was like, I couldn't believe it that Bo went from, like, zero to 60 and was, like, knew something was wrong and was, like, jumped in and protected this other dog. And the pit bull was, like, terrified. Like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whatever you say, really? lady. And it just made me feel like, oh, if anything, like, Bo, she, she will protect me. But she's the sweetest, would never do anything if, if she sweet. didn't need to. But I know that I got, I got... My my, she's like the Mr. Miyagi of totally dogs. She knows that she can, she has it, but she won't use it unless she needs to. <laughs> it's the best kind. Well, when this happened, though, what? How did it play out? The dog attacking Bo. Yeah, like on the, on the hike. hike. Yeah. Okay. And what I was most upset about is that okay. So the dog, they're like two of her little dogs on the leash. One of them gets all aggressive and like you know, and I'm tra- trying to pull Bo away, and the dog, like turns around and snaps at Bo and gets her, like, it didn't break the skin or anything, but bites her on the side. And, like, Bo was, like, super chill, and she just kept wagging her tail the whole time. And then the thing that, that, like, really made me, like, what the fuck, is this lady, she, like, pulled her dog away and then was just, like, don't do that. No, no. And was talking to her, like, like that. Like, she, she was just doing that to kind of, like, appease us. You know, right? And I'm yeah. like, I'm just gonna keep walking. This is just ridiculous. But Ren and I were both like, "What? That's not how you." Re-. She didn't do anything to like stop her dogs. She should have said like, you know, "Oh, they're aggressive," or pulled her dog to the side of the trail. Like she was being an irresponsible dog owner. And I, we were just having a conversation the other day about how those, like, I see those dogs and they're owners out and it's the owners that i have a problem with not the dogs because the owners aren't doing what they're supposed to and then they always like to bring those dogs everywhere with them even places they're not supposed to and they're the last kind of dogs that should be out in those places yeah because they like didn't get socialized with other dogs because they were around people all the time and now they're weird with dogs yeah, that's a real problem. People in LA bring their dogs everywhere and they like sit with them at brunch and stuff yes. and it's super cute when they're well behaved. Right. But a lot of times there's a scene. Yep. And <laughs> th- I hate it. And there's a re- there's a, a little um like breakfast spot or like a outdoor patio place that I like to go to and they have a they they're you they allow dogs in the patio but they give you this laminated sheet of rules. And, no, what's yes. on there? And they have, oh my God, I'm trying to remember them because we were laughing about it so much the other day. <laughs> Even on the hike, we're like, she didn't follow the three Bs because the, the, the sheet has three Bs. It's no barking, biting, or begging. We're begging. Yeah, I think begging is the last one. We were always like, what's the third oh one? But yeah, on the list, it's like, here are the rules. You can't use our blankets on your dogs. You can't feed your dogs out, off the table. You can't, you know, use utensils and everything with the dogs. Blah, blah, blah. Utensils? Yeah, like people are like feeding their dogs with utensils, oh, I guess. Gross. Yeah, but, so they have to have, and thank goodness they do, because these are all the things that people in Orange County do with their dogs. And so I'm like, I want to just everywhere be like, here you go. Here, are you following the three Bs? Are you following the three Bs? Yeah, people are the problem, not yes. the pooches. And they don't mm. do anything. And then like, you know, and here comes my dog, the best, most well-behaved ever. And now she can't go on the patio because some other dog didn't follow the three rules of Bs, the three Bs. Well, I got a fourth B for you, yeah. and that is Brooklinen. Yes. You need Brooklyn and Sheets, and they are celebrating the season with their days of gifting. They have daily promotions on different items, which is so fun. And it's time to give you or your loved one a special cozy thing for their bed or towels that make a great gift. Or to wear. They have loungewear now, too. They have loungewear. Yes. yes. And it's ultra soft. 
which is really all I ask from loungewear. Um, And I love, the thing that I love about their sheets is that they have really cute patterns and colors and you can do a bunch of different mix and match Mm -hmm. scenarios with them. Mm -hmm. And there's not that luxury markup. So you get high quality, but without the markup. If you like softness and comfort, and essentials to help you relax. Who doesn't? Brooklinen has it all. Right now, brooklinen.com is having their days of gifting where each day they have promotions on a different surprise item. Brooklinen is so confident in their products that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. And the only way to get access to Brooklinen's days of gifting event and free shipping is to go to brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And if you're just hearing about this and it's after the holidays, you can still use the promo code BRAIN at brooklinen.com for 10% off and free shipping anytime. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. I just want one person to get, or like a bunch of people, to just try those linen bed sheets. And like, I hope one of those are on the the deals that they have because you will never go back. Sarah won't quit talking about them. I can't. It's my favorite. They are my favorite ever, ever, ever. ever. I should get like another (laughs) set in like a different color, like a holiday color. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve it. Gift yourself. Yes, yes. Okay, so... I watched a documentary that you have to watch. It is so good. Ooh, yeah, tell me. <clears throat> it's called Generation Wealth. It's on Netflix, and it was made by a photographer and documentarian named Lauren Greenfield. And she has been taking pictures for various outlets for years and years and years. So she has all these images, and she was going through them and sort of doing a retrospective of her career and was noticing some themes, which... She's from L.A., and she started covering very early age, like, the decadence of Hollywood. And you know how you always talk about, like, kids would get, like, a Mercedes for their 16th birthday or something. Yeah, Ah, it's gross. Generation wealth, I get it. Yes. Yeah. And the film is so good because it puts into context how we got where we are in terms of materialism and superficiality and this sort of chasing of the wind that we all do trying to look younger and more beautiful and stylish and rich. And it was, it was really intense and it made me think so much about our culture and my own life. And, um, I, I wish I could describe it, but they covered people like porn stars, um, Mm -hmm. the extreme, like multi multi millionaire businessmen, uh, women that put their career above, you know, maybe starting a family. They mm-hmm. interviewed all different kinds of people. And I mean, the takeaway, of course, thankfully, is number one, you're chasing the wind. You're never going to have enough. You're never going to be pretty enough, right. young enough, rich enough. Because you're comparing and- yourself to others, <clears throat> and that never, ever. Yeah, it's a false paradigm, right? And like, it's all lies. Everyone's lying. And basically everyone in the film learns what really matters because of something. Yes. And it's powerful. I love this. Because we're all tricked. You know, we all have those moments when we're scrolling and we think, I want that. Mm -hmm. And... Just how that never ends. Right. So You're never going to be done. I, try, I, you know, sometimes will ask clients or, you know, I've had these conversations with, you know, just friends before of like, what 
tell me about your happiest memory. Tell me about the thing that gives, like, makes you like feel so good inside. And when you look back, you're like, oh, that's so fun. None of them have to do with materialism. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Every single answer I've ever, ever heard was about connect, human connection. And people and what really, really, really mattered. Nobody was like, oh my God, it was that time where I got my Mercedes or it was the time where (laughs) I, you know, had this much money in the bank. Never. Yeah. So why are we putting, why are we putting so much energy into that rather than, you know, the things that really matter? And I think... Yeah, once you get to that place, maybe I mean, hopefully they realize, like, you know. Oh, oh they the people in the the movies sure do, and yeah. when you're done watching it, you will. Oh, I love and that. One thing that I thought was interesting, I really like when they provide context for how things happen historically. Yeah, and it was describing how, you know, fifty years ago, people would look at their neighbors and you'd covet maybe the person that seemed to have a little more. They Maybe they're getting a new pool or maybe they got a new car or something. Mm-hmm. But it was kept mostly within your neighborhood. And oh. then people stopped really knowing who their neighbors were and started knowing who the oh Kardashians were. Yes. And when you compare yourself to the Kardashians, it's a lot more intense and you have a lot less and you feel a lot less of a person really. This is so true. And it's not just money. It's the plastic surgery uh-huh. and the uh-huh. beauty and all of that. I'll tell you, like, I didn't go on Pinterest for a really long time. I was busy, you know, in grad school doing work and, and looking yeah. at other things online. And, you know, then there was a time, like, a, a, I don't know, a weekend or week or whatever where I was just like, oh, my God, I'm, like, in Pinterest fashion, like, a Pinterest fashion hole. And as I crawled out of that hole, I was like... I need a pair of Gucci sneakers. I need them. I need them so bad. It was because I had seen them on everything. I had seen all these outfits with them. I had never been like, oh my God, I need those before until I saw all the photos from, you know, Milan Fashion Week and everything. And like, they're all wearing them. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't get those. And it was, it was that. It was like, I mean, they have not brought that much happiness to my life. They're great shoes, but you know. (laughs) Well, right. It's almost like, you have to reframe your own brain yes. and think, yeah, you can like nice stuff right. and enjoy getting gifts or saving up for something, but it's not going to change your life. And it sure, you sure as hell, sh- like, and if it, if it hurts your life and it, I think that's also the problem is that we look at these material things and we think like when I worked for Gucci and I would, there were people who came in who would be, who would want to buy a Gucci belt and they would try to put on one credit card and it would get declined and they'd mm. break it up across three credit cards. And I'd be like, well, maybe you shouldn't get the belt and you should like, because, you know, for like a million sad. reasons. Yeah. But no, I get why people do because as all that happened, the sort of systemic things that create inequality within wealth yeah. were exacerbated and then all people could do they weren't ever going to have that social uh, and income mobility that maybe their parents did Mm -hmm. so instead of aiming for that they just think if i just get this belt i can present as wealthy when i even if i'm not and it's all a trick 
It's yeah. all a trick. There's this picture uh, out there that's like of Bill Gates and mm, somebody else in that computer world from like I don't know however long ago, and it says like something like three hundred and sixty million dollars between them, and not one Gucci belt in sight. And mm-hmm. it's like yeah. And so I was having a conversation the other day about mm-hmm. how <clears throat> people in Silicon Valley, it's almost like gone in the other. They've even taken things like with technology in the other direction. So like all the schools in Silicon yeah. Valley don't use smart boards. They all use like chalkboards or whiteboards and like all the kids there just have flip phones. No, like because they've realized like, oh, actually it's better to have the simplified version and like the way we had it was right all along. And like we like acquire and we like, you know, I don't know think that we're heading in the right direction and then we get reach those those like oh yeah this is like the new future look at how everything is like uh technologically advanced and da 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 and then we're like oh wait this is affecting how kids learn and this is like taking away from the things that helped them learn even more uh scratch that let's go back to the original and maybe we kind of need to do that with like a lot of stuff yeah like a reset a reset absolutely Uh uh-huh 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 well, one thing that will make you happy is if your breasts feel great in their bra. Yes. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. I hate bras. And the only bra that I will wear now is my third love bra. That is a true story. Um, they use data points generated from millions of women through their Fit Finder quiz, which you can take. And so they designed the bras with the breast size and shape in mind so you get that perfect fit and premium feel. It just is comfortable, and that's really all that matters. They have more than 80 sizes, including the signature half cups. They have a perfect fit promise, so you can wear it for 60 days. If you don't like it, you can return it, and they'll donate it to a woman in need. Um, They're just – the straps don't slip, and they have tagless labels, no itching. And And they're beautiful. They're beautiful. They really are. And they know that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brain for 15% off today. Lovely. Well, the movie reminded me also of a book that I just read um, by my friend Joel Stein Mm. and I have loved Joel for like Joel since- Stein, like right, like obviously writer, but like <clears throat> funny guy, like comedian. Yeah, right? I love him. Well, yeah, he was. He's a humor writer, and he used to write for Time Magazine. And I subscribed to Time Magazine when I was sixteen, and I did it because I love Joel Stein because he's so funny and clever. And he writes about stuff that's important, but he makes it, you know, accessible. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book called In Defense of Elitism. Uh, and the subtitle is Why I'm Better Than You and You Are Better Than Someone Who Didn't Buy This Book. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's a great book because he is, as the title suggests, defending elites. So in his world, elites are not people that have tons of money. They're uh-huh. people that are you know, influential and the thinkers and the experts of the world. And he does such an awesome job. Number one, I laughed the entire time I read it. Like out loud, Adam was like, what are you reading? (laughs) It's hilarious. Um, But it's also so insightful. He talks about this concept that he calls the boat elite, Mm. which is like Donald Trump, basically. People that get a boat and they think it's like makes them elite. They think money makes you elite. But he's saying 
true elites care more about ideas than they do about money. And that we should get back to that because now this populist idea of like, oh, anyone can be president and like, we need to get rid of the experts and go with your gut and your doctor says vaccinate, but should you really, you know, these people that trust their gut over science. Right. And yeah, the earth is flat. Look, I can see it. Right. Like I know better. Mm -hmm. And it is so helpful to read that and then to have watched this generation wealth because you start to see the oh. ways that culturally people are putting all their energy into like looking a certain way or generating wealth or at least appearing to generate wealth instead of learning and <laughs> experiencing and right. uh, stealing Picasso's artwork or whatever, <laughs> you know. And I'm just so inspired by having seen that movie and read that book. So I know you guys think I'm constantly saying you should read this book, but you really should. It's really good. Not is, just because he's my friend. Is this just all about like capitalism and material? Like, Yeah. It is really. Consumer and, culture. Consumer culture. No yeah. joke. And we're just stuck in it. Well, and so when you mentioned that thing about Bill Gates and everything, which is such a good point, but it does bother me a bit that this is worse for women. Women can't show up in a hoodie and be a CEO. Oh, like that, you that's are not so... Happening. Or could you imagine if a woman wore the exact same, like how, uh, uh, what's his name did? Zuckerberg. And Zuckerberg oh. and, you know, the guy from Apple, Steve Jobs. You know, yeah. how he's got like the signature turtleneck or whatever. Well, right, know? right. And they would be like, why is she wearing the same thing all the time? Well, remember that girl from, what the heck's her name? Elizabeth Holmes, the Thanos or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That she was like a pretend uh, billionaire person who convinced everyone she had the cure for like blood. <laughs> what the fuck is it called where you donate your or you have your blood tested and she said she could do it with like one drop do you know about this no what is oh this? my god she, elizabeth holmes they made a documentary about it she <sighs> claimed that she was revolutionizing blood testing and that she would be able to do it with like two drops determine whatever you had and it was all a lie and she got billions of dollars in funding and investor funding and now she might go to jail because it was all false Oh my gosh. But she wore the black turtleneck and she was trying to Uh create that same vibe of like, I'm a genius and I only wear black turtlenecks. But anyway, women cannot get away with that same like, oh, I I don't think about what clothes I'm going to wear. I'm just going to show up in like this hideous hoodie. Yeah, it wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. So that part bothers me because there's way more pressure on us to look a certain way and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But all of that, even the messages, like I've been thinking so much about that uh, episode where we talked about the lattes and how it's like, oh, just buy less lattes and how, Mm -hmm. you know, even in, in, in becoming, you know, more like me being in charge of my finances now, me being the one, you know, run, just me, like it's it's definitely changed kind of like how i think about money like that and there Tell was a time me. That's where interesting. yeah so i was i was i bought a bunch of stuff at target and then i'm like oh my god i think i spent too much money this month and i'm like oh maybe i can return some things and then all of a sudden i was like wait a sec 
for the amount of energy that you'd spend on like, you know, taking something back or whatever, why don't you just make more money? Why don't you just like, I had to switch it in my mind. Like, no, no, it's not about spending less. It's about how can I make more money? And the same amount of energy. That's what you feel? Yeah. Like I had to switch my mind into, cause I've, I'm in this place of like, I don't know. It, it was just like a weird kind of like aha moment I had where I was like, well, for this, I wonder if I could put the same amount of energy into like getting three new clients that would mm. pay me this much, you know, increase my revenue this much each month. So I wouldn't have to worry about returning a $30 shirt or whatever, mm. you know, and how my yeah. mind was just in this place of like, oh no, you need to like not. I don't deserve I don't, it. Yes, exactly. Okay. And I was okay. just like, oh no, no, no. Let me change my thinking and make it into a, let me make more money kind of mindset. I think the trouble comes when people believe they deserve you know, crazy stuff and just on never ending consumerism. Mm -hmm. Like this, and I'll get another $30 shirt and another $30 shirt, and then it'll fill this hole in my heart. Well, right. That's the danger. And that is what I see a lot of where, you know, even, I mean, this sounds so weird, but when you see like people writing under pictures all the time, like, I love your outfit. Like, where did you get it? I love that everyone loves compliments. It's so nice when people like your outfit, but I almost feel bad like that to contribute to that and to be a part of people feeling like their outfit isn't enough. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It is a hard. The social I, media yeah. shenanigan. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you hear that they're trying they're going that Instagram is proposing uh removing the likes? Yes, I'm so happy. Yeah, I kinda am too. I love it. I yeah. love how upset the influencers are. Right. I'm like, who cares? And- it's so great. And you can just post whatever. Yeah. And not worry about it. It's really nice. I don't know how it's yeah. going to change things, but maybe make more, you know, and then sometimes I almost feel like I have to like, I don't know, like I have to like things or I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to this friend in a while. I know I'll like a bunch of their photos. Like somehow that like makes up for me t- talking Aww. to them for a bit. It's like silly. Right. Well, you know? I think that we all have to kind of figure out what works for us with regards to social media because it's not going anywhere and it is useful and oftentimes does have joyful components but you just have to deal with all the bullshit that comes with it and realize this isn't an accurate portrayal of anyone's life. Right. And it certainly isn't representative of the range of emotions and pain right. they may have. Oh, uh, speaking you know, of what, you know what I wanted to talk to you about? Uh, 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 what's the name of the, uh, uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter who we always like. Oh uses. yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a divorce. Eva. No. They've been and they've been separated for a while and she's pregnant with her third child. Oh, that's sad. And the, and she's like, I, Don't worry. And she's like, Don't worry, we're all fine. Like we that we've you know, we're friends and it's amicable and we've, you know, arranged things like oh, blah 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 no. blah blah. But it was like I remember that post and like being shocked because it's like there's another one where it looked like everything's perfect and everything like you don't oh see God. the behind the scenes. You don't see anything well, on there. Sarah, you're you're hitting on so many things for me because I just read this 
article about this. Um, she was a Mormon mommy blogger, but she wasn't like super Mormon. <laughs> she was just like, you know, people knew she was. And she had that same thing happen and her marriage fell apart. And she had to really reckon with, yeah. you know, how do you monetize your life? And keep in mind, we do this. Yeah. This is what a podcast is. And that's what all the posts are as well. Um, so your life is commodified, mm-hmm. but then shit happens. Correct. And then what? And then what? Right. And what, so is, and some of them choose to continue and they just keep the monetization going and just, you know, go in a new direction. Mm-hmm. And then this Mormon lady, she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like this isn't real. Right. I wish there were companies that, 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 you know, for the same, the same way that, you know, these brands are like, uh, uh, yeah, we want, you know, to whatever it is, fucking Yoplait. I don't know. You know, it'll be like the whole family at the breakfast table and like, look at how like Yoplait is mornings with the family or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Aren't there a lot of companies that cater to people who are getting divorced and recently sent whatever? Couldn't it be like, for, hey, Joybird or whatever, like, n- need to get a new apartment, moving out? Like, here, like, <laughs> I feel like you could, like, there's a whole world well, you can. Of, of people who, you but, can. like, companies don't want to do that. But they're kind of like, because they're like, in a way, the company is kind of also keeping up the the facade and everything, but in doing so missing this huge market of people who are just dealing with regular life shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that sometimes it isn't even, sometimes it's the companies and then other times it's just the person being like, I can't. Doesn't want it. Yeah. I don't want to make lemonade out of these lemons. Oh, I did. Yeah. No, I, I like that about your approach and it was cause you're more real, like you're fine sharing yeah. when things don't go right. Yeah. But I think but that like, I'm fine sharing when things don't go right because that vulnerability has strengthened human connection with everybody else I meet out in the world because they're like, I feel like when I run into people who are, you know, brain candy brainiacs or fans of the challenge, like it's always, it's always well, it's so weird wonderful. Though because yeah. the, Things people often will be like, well, what what should I do now to get it back in the news? I mean, celebrities do this all the time. Uh-huh. I'll have another baby. Uh-huh. I even know blind item. I even know an influencer who had an abortion and pretended it was a miscarriage. Oh my god, I know about this online. <gasps> yeah. Oh so, my god. And then everyone's like, oh my god, I've been there. I know what that feels like. And they just exploited their abortion. That's and really gross exploited the sort of miscarriage movement where people are trying to talk more about that. Uh, yeah. How gross is that? That's really gross. Well, how do you even sl- sleep at night with that? You know, I feel the same about like these, I don't know, like celebrity couples who are totally fake couples. <laughs> Can you give an example? Like, uh, uh, yeah, like a million. Um, who was the most recent one? Selena Gomez and somebody. Um, then... Like, how do you know they're fake? Because they're set up by their, their, they like last a couple weeks and they break up. It's always been both of them have an album coming out. Like Mm -hmm. Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise, people say that was a contract marriage. Yeah. I believe that. I'm certain, I'm certain that it happens. Yes, it does all the time. Mm -hmm. But we all participate in it. That's the thing. 
Yep, yep. The same way we follow all those influencers and everything like that. We're not putting up with it anymore, you guys. <laughs> Just follow um, the Brain Candy podcast. That's it. That's all you need. You'll get everything you need. We well, will we not make real. you feel. We will not. We, we, and you know what? Back to the shoes. My favorite shoes are my twenty nine ninety nine pair that I got from TJ Maxx. So, uh, no way. Doesn't matter. Your all time favorite shoes. Well, right now, yeah, I love them. They're like my go to right now. That's adorable. Twenty nine dollars. How much are the Gucci ones? Ugh, I don't even want to. Tell I, me. I didn't buy them. They were a gift. Just tell me. I how think much they're they like six fifty, seven hundred. <gasps> I know. Whoa, I did not sure. buy them. So no, no. They're, listen, I would have never. You don't have to say that, right? I just am shocked that those that that's how much they are. I know. That's it's why. absolutely insane. It's insane. It's ridiculous. Well, they're adorable. Well, thanks, but <laughs> they have not brought me any more happiness than my twenty nine dollar ones. Really? For sure. And I feel okay, like, well, oh, my God, I can't know. do anything. Like, I, you know, I'm, like, too careful and like, in them, you know? Can't yeah, and I've, I'm all for you making that person spend money on you. So <laughs> I support that. But anyway, okay, leave us a five-star review, and uh, we shall see you next time. All Bye, right. everyone. Bye. <laughs> podcast is brought to you by wave podcast network check out all of our shows including the brain candy podcast i don't get it coffee convos and let's talk about it